Hey, Startup Nation, I am so glad you came back to join us for another edition of The Startup Life. You clearly are ready to get the tools you need to get ahead of the competition. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating while you're here. Now, if you're looking for an ad-free experience, go ahead and sign up for our Patreon page, where you will get exclusive content and access to our digital products that we're beginning to launch. The link is there in the show notes. And if you want to ask questions directly to some of our guests, follow the Startup Life Podcast Club on Clubhouse as some of our conversations will start to happen. Happen there. But back to the task at hand. Are you ready to level up? Of course you are. Get ready as the Startup Life Podcast begins now. It's time to be about that life. The Startup Life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. Hi, Startup Nation. So I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson and this is the Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, when you're building a business, building a personal brand, I think I just kind of gave it away there. What's important is building an amazing uh, brand for your personal or for your businesses, which is why we have a fantastic and two-time, actually three-time, and we'll talk about that later, a returning champion here on the show. She is the founder of Novertour, I always get it wrong, Novertour Branding, uh, architecture. She is the one and only Sandra Nash. Sandra, how are you, ma'am? I am great. How are you, Dominique? I am living a dream. It's always a great day when I get to talk to you and get to talk business and branding and just, you know, other stuff. But it's always great to talk to you uh, again. You know, how's your day going so far? It's going good. This is actually like my first obligation of the day. Okay. So this is a great way to start my day. I hear that. I hear that. Well, um, you know, it's 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 Friday. You know, we both here in the beautiful land in the world that is Memphis, Tennessee. It's a nice day out today. So mm-hmm. I know we're going to have a great uh, conversation. Uh, and Startup Nation, if you're listening to this, we're actually having this conversation on Clubhouse. We're having this conversation on Clubhouse. So if you ever want to join in on the conversation and have that Q&A with not only me, but our guest as well, make sure you join our club here on Clubhouse. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast. We got some amazing guests uh, coming up, you know, along with Sandra today. We also have some amazing guests down the road that have uh, have agreed to have our conversations on uh, Clubhouse. So just wanted to make you uh, mindful of that. So first things first, Sandra, you know, so we haven't talked to you. Well, we kind of talked to you a few months ago, but the audio was wonky. That's why it's actually three times Startup Nation and not two uh, that she's been on the show. We recorded our conversation before and the audio, well, it just didn't go so well. But anyway, just to recap, because we had you on the, on the show a few years back. And so a lot has been happening uh, since then. What's going on with you now these days? And just kind of fill us in on what's been going on since the last time we talked to you. Oh, um, since 2017. Oh, yeah, I know. Wow. Four <laughs> years. Jesus. OK, yeah, I guess since 24, 2017, you know, whatever you can remember, because I know we yeah. all get old around these parts. So. OK, so the fast track version and I'm sure you're going to dive in. You're going to hear when to dive in. But the fast track version is back in 2017. We had a team. Um, I worked right. with two other young ladies. It was Erica and Tori. They're right. both amazing. Right. Um, but Erica was our videographer who was at the time transitioning to move to LA. She was. She was. 
Yes. So she's out there in L- in LA killing it, working with Issa Rae. And Ain't she though? She is crushing it out there in LA. Yes. Ain't she? Yes, she is. Big shout out to Erica. We've been seeing her. Shout out the- to Erica. Absolutely. We've been seeing her out there. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. So um, Erica's out there killing it, and we ultimately decided to figure out exactly how we could work together in Memphis and LA. Right. Um, things are different, much different now. I'm sure we could figure it out because everything is digital. Like of it course. was then, but not, you know, now it's completely different. Absolutely. So we probably could revisit that maybe. Erica, that's a, that's a. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> come on back home digitally, Erica. Come on back home virtually, Erica. I got you. Go right. ahead. You put that pitch in. That's a hint, hint. But yeah, so Erica's on the uh, West Coast, and then Tori moved to Atlanta and is doing real estate. So mm-hmm. two team members are great. They just both decided like this. This probably wasn't the avenue that they wanted to go in, right. which is fine. Right. I kept going. We're all still friends, so I kept going with the company. I've been growing, working with. I think last year when I looked at the the end of year stuff, um, I worked with over 20 business owners wow. um, on a one-on-one basis and within like classes and workshops. And that was like the most I had done since I started the company. So from 2017 to now, it's just been like crazy. And you would think that COVID would have slowed things down. But I think I was more busy doing COVID than pre-COVID. Mm, right, <laughs> right. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you this because you talked about, you know, having the team and stuff like that, you know, earlier, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And they kind of not necessarily gone the separate way, but decide to pursue other pursuits, if you will. Forgive the redundancy there. Uh, You know, so talk about that conversation just a little bit, because, look, we have that in, in companies all the time. Right. Where it's not necessarily there's no hard feelings. There's nothing like, you know, shady anything. Sometimes people grow in different directions not necessarily grow outgrow each other but they grow in different directions so kind of talk as talk about that conversation a little bit what did it sound like because i think we can learn something from that yeah um well for us it was more so uh tori and i had started the company while we were working with um a boutique owner here in Mm -hmm, memphis right um and so after being with the company for a year and like not really having that traction and momentum, as you know, when you start a company, everybody's super excited. Mm-hmm, of course. So it, it didn't take fire <laughs> to you. say, you yeah. know, it didn't just catch. Need a little bit more wood, a little more gasoline on it, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we added in Erica, um, who we met. She she um, went to University of Memphis with both of us, and I met her at a networking event, actually, and somebody introduced me to her, like, yo, I think you would like her. I think you need to know her, actually, and we talked and found out that we did want to work together, and she helped us to even get the business a little bit more established, like, far as, like, our processes and how we were doing things. She came in with a different level of insight because she was an international business major. <laughs> Right. Um, so she came in and kind of cleaned up some things and helped us with that. And then still we had, now we got a great groundwork mm-hmm. and framework, but we're still not really getting the clients. We're not making enough money. Um, so I think it was really more so of like, everybody was trying to kind of stay involved, but at the same time it was probably not really enough for them to be involved in. Um, 
And so when Erica uh, moved, she was still open and she's like, yo, if you get someone to record video for the clients, I'll do the editing. Right. Um, but yeah, long story short, we just never got clients while it was all three of us right. <laughs> for whatever the right. reason. Right. There was never a client. So when we had those conversations, it was more so like, hey, I'm doing this now and you know, we really not doing nothing with this thing. So can you, you know, is it okay? And I'm like, sure, it's okay. I understand, right. you know, that we were all like young 20s. I mean, early 20s, starting a company. We just had that that get up and go about ourselves, but the company wasn't catching. Right. And also in that time, we all have different interests, right? So if other things catch our eye and we want to go pursue that, right? I I honestly didn't. You know, taking the offense to it, I was like, well, when I start getting clients, you know, they'll come back um, or I'll get, get a different team. And that's what I realized, like, as the leader. Right. As the leader, I realized that, you know, in order to have a, a team with the company, you need to be able to also have a role for them, give them, you know, direction, vision and let them know what you're doing and also figure out how that fits into their life vision. Right. And the things that they want to accomplish and the creativity that they want to express. And if those things don't align, then maybe it's not a good fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely understand that. And, and it's funny you mentioned that when you talked about what you said was Erica or Tori, who was an international business major. Which one you said it was was the international Erica. Business? Erica. Right. Right. So when you talked about Erica being the international business major and coming in, tightening stuff up and stuff like that. And you talked about just now uh, uh, what you were just saying. You know, it reminds me of, you know, uh, Tom Eisman. Tom Eisman is the Harvard business professor. We had him on the show not too long ago. And he talked about like co-founders not having uh, very much overlap who can like make each other uh, better and stuff like that. But also being able to have those conversations that you just talked about. So clearly, uh, Sandra, you and a Harvard business professor have great minds because you guys think alike uh, for sure. I just wanted to point that out. If you remember, we've had conversations about this multiple times where we'll say something on, you know, social media or whatever. It's like, it's funny you say that, Sandra, because this dude said the exact same thing, like word for word. Right. So, yes. so it's, it's, you know, clearly uh, you, have, you might be good at this entrepreneurship thing, Sandra. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I point that out. You know? <laughs> I just want to make sure. You know. Go ahead. Today is April 2nd, so mm -hmm. I'm going to be humble and just say thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 For sure. Uh, you know, and, and you talked about working with, you know, over 20 businesses and stuff like that. And we, you know, at Owls uh, had the luxury of your services not too long ago. You know, Kenda uh, is doing some some rebranding and stuff like that, trying to get ready to launch her book and her personal brand and stuff like that. And she was telling me about your process. Right. And she told me that you had like this whole like storyboard situation and stuff like that, you know, and trying to figure out know what to do on the on the photo shoot that she had and stuff like that kind of talk about that process because i think when a lot of times when people hear branding and stuff like that which is why we named this room branding with intention i don't think they miss the intention part it's kind of like throw slap some stuff up on social media and and you know and just do whatever <laughs> right but talk about that process a little bit i mean don't give up don't give up all the cookies but i'm saying but give us a little a little a few morsels a little bit cookie crumbs if you don't mind sandra well 
honestly, um, preparing for a photo shoot in the branding process is one of my favorite parts. Mm -hmm. But before we can even get to the photo shoot, what I always do is have a brand strategy session. Mm -hmm. And that's where we dissect the brand. Like, what is the story that we want to tell? What is it that we're trying to illustrate? And how do we want to make people feel? Right. What's the message we're trying to get across ultimately is like the overarching question. And so, um, like with Kenda, I had a long session with her. They're typically about an hour, hour and a half. And I kind of let them do all the talking. Mm, <laughs> like, just talk. Just smart. tell me how you're feeling. Right. Um, and I'm taking notes from that. I'm asking questions. Like, anything I hear that sticks out, I ask more detailed questions. I kind of dive deeper into their point. And, you know, the book start with why? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> That's what I'm doing. Um ultimately i'm just trying to get them to say why and so a lot of times people don't they don't know that that's what i'm doing so i just keep asking why why did why you want to work with this person right why would you want to do this why this why that you know and it's the more they talk the more i ask questions but typically i'm really just asking them why gotcha. <laughs> um gotcha. and no, that so that sense. allows yeah that allows us to That allows me to go ahead and um, go and plan out the shoot. So now I have brand colors. I know, you know, the type of clientele that they're trying to reach. So that means I can kind of pick out the styling. Now, I'm not like a fashion stylist, but what I do is kind of give some tips on wardrobe. I go to Pinterest. I figure, uh, pick out some things that make sense for this person's personal brand Mm -hmm. or their company brand. And I'm like, you know, if we do... For I'm gonna use Kenda as an example. Sure. Let's do a professional outfit, and then let's do a more casual, like business casual outfit. Reason being, Kenda has a uh, has the type of brand where she might be in a boardroom with all education, high level executives, right. and then what she's really comfortable in though is jeans, like in mm, a t shirt. Right. So we're gonna mix all of those things that is, in. That is to so where, true. To her brand that is so everything you just said is so true about kenda i just want to point that out go ahead yeah so we're gonna mix all those things into where we could get those elements in the photos but in a way that's like no you can work with her she is not only is she a thought leader but she's also your home girl right um like she's also she has that that type of aura mm-hmm. that you can literally talk to her about whatever Right. So, yeah. Right. No, I, I appreciate that. And, and I think the biggest thing I appreciate is the why question. Right. And, and it goes back to kind of kid logic, you know, how and you and this reminds me of Zoe, who you met during that photo shoot. And she yeah. asked that question all the time. Why? 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 And so it, it, when you talk about that in your in your uh, in your pro, in your process or whatever, it, it, and you talked about. I'm letting them do all the talking, asking why it just keeps them talking and you're getting all the information you need. And I don't think a lot of people, even people who what you do or just experts in whatever do enough of that. They don't just sit back and just say why enough and just let that person talk because like they're going to give you all the information uh, you need. And so that I guess that in I can tell that allows you to do your job to, you know, to, uh, the best of your ability. So I appreciate that answer for sure, Sandra. Absolutely. And you know, Kenda was one of the best people to do a brand strategy session. You ain't got to say that. She likes she, to talk. You ain't got to say that. No, you can tell I'm just she saying. She likes to talk. <laughs> but then you have people who don't like to talk. Right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> so enough. that why question doesn't really 
it does it still it might not get me what I need. Fair so enough. I have to be more strategic in how I ask the question gotta, when I'm speaking to someone who gotcha. does not want to talk. Like dig a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I appreciate that for sure. And Startup Nation, if you're looking for uh, that branding help, make sure you contact Sandra at nbabranding.com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast. And Sandra, just kind of talk about some of the services that you provide. I know you do uh, the, the service you did for Kendall, but what are some of the other uh, services that you provide for your clients? Yeah, so our primary service offering is a full service branding package, which Ooh. I now call 24 karat gold. Um, <laughs> yes, all of my packages are named after gold because um, our colors are black and gold, you know, branding. Mm-hmm, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, so in the 24 karat gold package, it is literally crafting the brand story. And then um, doing brand photography with uh, Mark and Steve Porter Studios. That's typically who we work with. But whenever we have out-of-town clients, then uh, we try to work with a local photographer. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so brand story, brand photography, and then brand design, brand identity, right? So then that's where we get into uh, web design and logos and business cards and digital flyers and also social symmetry. So, hmm. The social, social media symmetry. piece. If you yes, me yeah. Talk about that a little bit. I, that that's a new one to me. Talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yes, yes. So we call it social symmetry because the company name is Nova Trebrail Architecture. Right. So also, if you kind of skim through the site, you'll notice that all of our services are named after architectural words. Fair enough. Um, we use yeah architectural vocabulary to describe the branding services that we provide. Mm-hmm. So. Social symmetry is just social media, like brand alignment. It's brand in the social media. And in that service, um, we like, let's take Instagram, for example, because that's where most people are kind of really doing business right now. Right. So we get on your Instagram and it's trash. <laughs> Everybody's Instagram be trash when we get to them. I believe so it. We get on there. We are deleting and archiving all of the old posts. We give your highlights, covers, and names that make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have like a 12-day grid that goes with it. It can come 12, 9, or 30-day. And that means that you have like branded Instagram posts. Uh, it's like a template design that we create for you with your brand colors. And then you can continue to use that after we're done working together or... Um, we do like we have monthly packages where we can handle the social media for people. But gotcha. yeah. OK. Yeah. I, I'm just curious about that because that that was a new one to me. And you know what? Speaking of Instagram, because you said a lot of people are doing, uh, uh, you know, business on uh, Instagram and getting the word out there on Instagram. You know, a lot of people are always trying to figure out like, you know, hashtags or just an Instagram strategy itself. So you get to somebody and their Instagram is trash, like you said. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. what what are those next steps? I mean, I know you talked about like the uh, the branded Instagram posts and stuff like that. But what about like, uh, you know, uh, uh, not just consistency of posts, but, uh, but what time to post and hashtags and stuff like that? How do you help that out uh, with your clients, Sandra? This is a, a, a I, meaty question. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> um. 
Okay, so the first thing we do is kind of audit the Instagram, see how how much or how often they've been posting it already. Right. Um, and they may not have been posting very often or on any kind of consistent schedule. That's mm-hmm. completely fine. So what we typically do is to first like make sure that that page is operating as some kind of business page where you can see the insights. Gotcha. Um, using those insights, we can tell which times would be best to post. Um, at least for us to start testing it mm-hmm. because those insights are telling us when your followers are most active. Mm, right? gotcha. um, so we start there. And then the second thing we do is um, when it comes to hashtag strategy, um, I use a hashtag generator. Um, okay. I think it's called hashtag IO, something like that. Gotcha. Hashtag IO or keyword IO. Um, so we're looking, we research those hashtags that specific industry and then things that complement that industry so Mm -hmm. if i sell toothpaste what's complementary to toothpaste like toothbrushes uh yeah uh, floss (laughs) stuff like that yeah i got you yeah so then we want to pop up in all of those hashtags and we also want to be present like commenting and engaging on those hashtags so getting into instagram strategy is like super detailed because it's so many moving pieces i believe but (laughs) yeah just to i would tell anyone just to like get started just start posting consistently at least once a day but uh Madi woodard is a instagram content king Mm -hmm. or whatever (laughs) um i'm not taking anything away i like i love him i love his work and so i'm following him and he says three to five times daily um Sandra Nash has not reached three to five times daily. <laughs> that's a lot. But, that, that's a lot. That's that's what at five times a day, you know, four five times a week, that's 25 Instagram posts a week. That's a lot. Yes. And it must be quality content. Of course. Okay. Of course. That is a lot. So yeah, I have not gotten there yet, guys. I'm good for <laughs> three to five times a week. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, but like if if growth of if Instagram follower growth is your goal, mm. then you want to go full throttle on posting the most content because people will constantly see you. They'll constantly if something's going to hit like something's going to make them engage. That's true. Um, and then the, that engagement is, you know, increasing your placement on those those hashtags and people who are searching those hashtags right now. Like, oh, this is this this is interesting to me. This makes sense to me or whatever. Um, and so you can do that, but for me, like three to times, three to five times a week is a is a good goal. Gotcha. Um, and and because my goal is not necessarily follow a lot of followers, my goal is conversion. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> so yeah. And I'm glad you said that. That that's a very important piece. You said your goal is not followers. Your goal is conversion, and that means that's two totally different strategies. That's fair to say, right, Sandra? Yeah, I think so. Um, because I think they can have something to do with each other. Like, of course, of course. he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. No, the reason the, here's the reason I say that, right? Because you know we're talking here on Clubhouse, right? Once again, Startup Nation, we are on Clubhouse, and if you want to ever join the conversation, follow our club here on Clubhouse. We have a link there in the show notes if you listen to the replay on uh, the podcast. Uh, but you know. When you go on Clubhouse, there, there's gurus for everything, right? You know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. always gurus for everything on other platforms, but there's definitely gurus for everything on Clubhouse. And we have Instagram gurus. And, and a lot of people, it's like, I think they 
they give advice, but they don't necessarily like hear the person's question. Like somebody say, Hey, I'm trying to do this for conversion. But they give you advice for like followership or vice versa. Right. I guess Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious about this and this is just, you know, whatever your commentary is on this. Right. Because how do I know if I'm listening to a quote unquote Instagram guru that they're giving me advice, they're just giving me talking points, or they're just giving me information that don't necessarily fit me. I guess what I'm ultimately trying to see is like there's there's people out here scamming people, right? And I guess I'm curious, what are some red flags I should look for if somebody say something is like, uh, I don't know about that one. But I guess I'm just curious about your commentary on that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, like how to weed through the noise. Right. Basically. Yeah. I just said a whole bunch of words and you just tied it up in three words, which is why you're the branding (laughs) expert. But go ahead. (laughs) Now you had to explain. And I appreciate the 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 story. Quote unquote therapist. Right. You know, because you know what? That's going to allow me to answer the question that you're asking. Oh, that's right. There. Fair enough. I did give you a lot. I see what you did there with the Jedi mind tricks. I got you. But go ahead, Sandra. I'm sorry. (laughs) See, we can't do podcasts together because we are we are clowning, okay? <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but no, seriously. So I would say to one, make sure that they're answering the question that you ask, and two, when they finish speaking, if they have not answered the question that you ask, reiterate your question. Mm. If they can't answer that question, just say okay, thank you, and move on. And that same question elsewhere, so you get the answer that sounds like that person understood what you're asking them versus just taking everybody's advice because on clubhouse like you said everybody's a guru everybody's out here giving advice and we put this green badge on our names and then everybody knows everything um there are some people who are definitely sharing much very valuable information here but we do have to use discernment um you know, and just when we're receiving this information, like everything isn't for you to take hold of. Right. But you do need to take action and do something. So figure out which person is giving you the advice that you want to take action on. For sure. For sure. No, I, I definitely understand that. And also from a public service standpoint, I appreciate uh, that answer. Because, look, I got to look out for Startup Nation. I got to look out for my people. And I don't want them to be like, you know, just be out here listening to people who are you know, intent on uh you know trying to do them harm you know what i mean or at the very least and you know not necessarily trying to do them harm but like taking somebody's word for word you know uh doctrine or whatever and it don't even really apply to you so i appreciate that uh for sure i want to ask you this because we talked about you know over here acting a fool on podcasting and stuff like that you are not unfamiliar with the podcast game uh, yourself, you know, I guess I want to ask you this. Look, everybody in their mama seems to be starting podcasts these days. Oh right? my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> everybody and their mama and their cousin them seem to be starting podcasts these days, right? So from a branding standpoint, I'm just curious, like with so many podcasts and starting to make just to give you some numbers here, we have almost 2 million podcasts out there with about, I think, 43 million episodes per day being launched. You know what I mean? And so, like, with with so many podcasts out there, no, not 43 million per day, 43 million episodes in total, I believe. So let me not say that uh, inaccurately. Uh, But 
long story short, with all these podcasts out here, Sandra, how do you how do you stand out? Right. Because like just like anything, any other industry, when you have so many people out there in the same space, you got to figure out how to stand out. So what is something what are some things that you're telling some of your clients to do to try to stand out in that regard? Um, I'll say for it, it depends on the audience, right? Fair it enough. on the show and the audience um, and what you're trying to accomplish with the podcast. But in general, I think, um, I think it's diversifying the platforms. So, that. um, exactly what you're doing right now actually the same like you've just been doing audio and you've been solid on audio for years Mm -hmm. and then you're like okay i can incorporate clubhouse into this so now i can get more exposure from people who may have may not have ever seen my podcast right um and so i think it's all about diversifying the platforms whether you choose to do um clips on instagram driving them to um your streaming platforms or whether you're doing YouTube, Instagram, and the streaming platforms, like there are so many different avenues for us to be present on. And so choosing two or three to be like super active on is the way to like stand out because you'll be able to um, garner more attention, number one. And two, if it's good content, you'll be able to keep that attention. I hear that. No, and I I appreciate that. And, And she's so right, Startup Nation. Uh, from that regard, because one thing that I have been noticing, like, let me be honest, I, I, I've been, you know, you talked about people being trashed on Instagram. I've been trashed on social media all across the board for the past few years. Right. But I've started to get uh, quite better at it uh, recently here. And so what I have noticed is that like a lot of the engagement that we get hasn't been on what we've been posting, like Facebook and stuff like that. It's been a little bit of Instagram was surprised, but honestly, we've been a hit on LinkedIn. Like I finally, you know, cracked yeah. that nut on LinkedIn uh, and we're starting to get a lot of engagement there. So I definitely understand that and appreciate the confirmation that I might be on the right track here, Sandra. So thank you so much. You are. And and I'm. Sh- it makes so much sense that you are catching your stride on LinkedIn because this is a business focused podcast. Right. Right. For sure. You know, like that's where more people on LinkedIn are not only doing business, but they're, they are executives. They're CEOs. Like they're business minded when they're on that platform For sure. versus those same people could be on Facebook and not pay a lick of attention. Cause when they're on Facebook, they, their mindset is completely different. That makes so much sense. They're about that mindset piece, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you, when I, I, you know, I didn't come here to learn. I came here to, to get turned, watch some funny videos or memes, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now I get that, but when I when I go to LinkedIn, I'm buttoned up and I'm ready to like, you know, see what's going on, network uh, and stuff like that. It is, I don't know. It was like for the longest time I had a hard time cracking in on cracking it on LinkedIn. And I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going whatever. Right. But for some reason, uh, you know, I guess we kind of changed the, you know, you know, uh, change the strategy up a little bit. And it's been working lately. So. You know, that's uh, awesome. Uh, I'm gonna have to. What what strategies are you using? Because I need to crack the code on LinkedIn as well. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like well, the hashtags have been working, so there's okay. that. But also making sure, you know, I guess for some reason, when I create a new episode and I tag that person on LinkedIn, that's what gets the engagement. Now, to be fair, I'm not you know full transparency. Harper Collins, the book publisher, has been tagging and like sharing some stuff a few times that kind of like gave me a yeah. little, little rocket boost 
you know, yeah. whatever stuff like that. So that kind of boosts the confidence and stuff like that. They had reached out and said, "Hey, can you make this audiogram for this episode and we'll share it?" And it, it, it you know, it did. It went LinkedIn viral. It didn't go like Twitter That's viral, great. right? But you know, but. That that's what kind of like okay I see where we at now and so that's kind of where it was but honestly uh, the con you know some of the same principles you were talking about with with uh, with the Instagram like the hashtags and the uh, the consistency and stuff like that and also posting the stuff that people are going to look for but that that answer you gave about mindset it makes so much sense now it makes so much sense uh, that you said that so that's kind of what we've been doing just you know. You know, kind of giving our little audiograms out there with the captions and, uh, you know, uh, in the articles and stuff like that. You know, the articles have been a real hit because we've been having some people uh, not only we create, we write the article. But some people say, hey, can you share this on your website? We put it on the website and then we share it on LinkedIn and then we let them know and tag like, hey, we shared your article on LinkedIn and then they share it off and stuff like that. So. Yes. It, yeah, so it's been working. It's been working. It's like the, the mindset part. That's the that's the key part. It's like the, it's almost kind of like the concepts I'm you were talking about are the same, but the mindset part is the differentiator. And I'm gonna shut up now. That's what I meant. Yeah, I want to also add in that not only is it the mindset, it's collaboration. That's true. Um, that's true. that stuck out to me while you were talking to me, and that's one of like the five rules of branding I talk about in the making a brand series. So collaboration is not only are you showing up consistently, you've been doing great work and putting out great content for years, but just having the right person share that thing. Now a whole new uh, group of people have been exposed to your brand and your content, and they're excited to see what you're going to post next, regardless if Hopper Collins um, shares it or tags it. They're looking for Startup Nation now, the Startup Life podcast. Exactly. No, it's, it's like an animated, a certain animated movie. It's a whole new world now. So I definitely uh, understand <laughs> that uh, for sure. Yeah. All right, Startup Nation. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson and you're listening to The Startup Life. Check it out, Startup Nation. I know many of you are trying to improve your marketing performance, right? You have your business or your e-commerce store, and you're trying to increase that brand awareness. No worries. I got you. You should listen to the brand new Keep Optimizing podcast. That's optimizing with an S and not a Z. It's a marketing podcast that will provide you with not only the latest tips and advice in the game, but also you will hear from experts in their field when it comes to email marketing, SEO, and more. This is a must-listen-to podcast for my e-commerce entrepreneurs. It's hosted by Chloe Thomas, who is a 15-year marketing expert, best-selling author, and award-winning podcast host. It's already a top-20 marketing podcast in seven countries, so clearly you're going to get amazing value every episode. So as you can see, Stoutermation, you're in good hands with my girl, CT. So listen and subscribe to the Keep Optimizing podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you like to get your favorite podcast. You can also get more information at keepoptimizing.com. The link is there in the show notes. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. 
Yeah. I, I want to ask you this because clearly you've been looking at my notes and that leads us to the next part I want to ask you about. You're making the brand series. You talked you just talked about like, you know, differentiating content and stuff like that, having that unique uh platform stuff like that. Talk about that, uh the making the brand, because I've been enjoying that for that you've been kind of putting out there as well. Oh yeah, thank you. Have you been watching the Making the Brand series? I have been ma- watching the Making the Brand series for sure. That's it's awesome. been really good. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. So, um, what you want to know about it again? I guess I'm just curious, like, you know, how did you come up with it? You know, what made you, you know, how do you, uh, explain the different brands? Cause I think you did target one time, right? Mm-hmm. You did the target one and you just breaking it down as far as like how it works and stuff like that. But I guess I'm just curious how you came up with it because I'm always curious about how people come up with new ideas for content, which is also, I think is a differentiator or for podcast or whatever, but I guess I'm just curious how you came up with and how uh, much success you've been having with it. Yeah. So I came up with it um, at a random, random time. Like the best content comes up that way. I swear. it Yes. I was going to say, which happens for me about a lot of things. Like, I don't know about you and, let me know if it's TMI, but I get my best ideas in the shower. I know, no, you good. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what I, that I, is. No, I got you. It, it, it's wherever you're more comfortable, relaxed, right? A lot of people sing in the shower, and you know, even though they can't sing, you know what I mean. So they're clearly they're comfortable there. So that makes sense to me. Makes complete sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't understand it. I'm like, oh, I gotta write that down when I get out, or. Uh, I try to keep thinking about it so that I don't forget by the time I get out of the shower. Right. You start repeating like, you know, uh, making a brand, making a brand, making a brand, making a brand, making a brand until you get to write it down. Go ahead. But yes, but this one didn't come in the shower. This came because someone asked me, my dad, my dad was in town um, and he asked me, did I want to go to breakfast at Cracker Barrel? Mm -hmm. I hate Cracker Barrel. What? Hold Um, on. Stop. Stop. Hold on. Wait a minute. What's wrong with Cracker Barrel? The name for one. Oh, fa- fair enough. I give you that one. I will give you that one. <laughs> I will give you that one. But outside of that, what's wrong with Cracker Barrel? So, <laughs> we can start with the name. Fair enough. And then we get into um, just the vibe and the feel of the locations, right? Gotcha. Like it is a a log cabin type of feel with a long mm. porch and rocking chairs. And what is that reminiscent of? For me, it's I got you. reminiscent That's of fair. deep That's south fair. Right. slavery. Right. Antebellum South, stuff like that. No, I I, un- I definitely understand that. I definitely understand that. Yeah. So I dived into that. That was actually the first making a brand. And when I thought about it, um, and I was just like, nah, I don't like it. And I got off the phone with him. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm a pass. I don't go. I don't like that place. Gotcha. Uh, and I got off the phone with him, and I was like, but why don't I like Cracker Beer? Because I don't know why other people like it. Like people love it, and I'm like, I don't get why they love it. And so I, I thought about this would be a great way to help uh, small business owners understand every single piece mm-hmm. that goes into their branding, like right. your location, the name, the uh, the aesthetic, the feel, the mm. vibe, the you know, like every single thing, the products that you're selling. What are the, what do those products say about your company? Right. So when I thought about it in that way, it's just I mean, it just it was just dropped in my head. I don't know where it came from. You know, like the universe planted it or something. Gotcha. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that would be a great series to do 
on um, Instagram because I know I need to go live more on Instagram. That's one right. of the things I've been um, telling myself. I'm like, I'm telling my clients to go live, but I'm not even live regularly. Mm, right. So this is the way I can do that, um, you know, to create series. I'm more better. I'm not more better. I know what you mean. It's okay. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am better with doing things consistently when there's like a theme. But if I got to mm. like think about something before I jump on, like. I feel like it's, it comes across scatterbrain gotcha. and nobody wants to see that. In my opinion, I don't like to watch people lives where they're just like rambling about whatever. Right. But when there's a little, they, they're letting me know that there's a message to it or there's a point. Right. <laughs> right. Then I can watch it. So yeah, that's how making a brand started. Gotcha. Now there, there's something to be said to, you know, uh, the organization of making content, you know what I mean? A lot of people, they come to us and they talk about podcasting and they're like, Hey, I want to start a podcast and stuff like that, but I don't want to be all structured. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be all super structured. And the thing is like, I get it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But there has to be a, a element of structure. It can't be all over the place. Right. Cause it, it, it you know, because if, especially if you're a thought leader or something, right. Because if you, they come to you for help and you all over the place, Mm-hmm. you know that messaging gets lost but i definitely understand that and to be fair to me i, I like the pancakes i want to ask you this and i just want to start wrapping up because i want to say thank you so much obviously for coming on the show again for the third time officially i mean officially the second time <laughs> unofficially the third time uh for coming on the show it's always a pleasure uh talking to you sandra hopefully you'll be able to you know, you'll be want to come back uh, on the show. You know, hopefully you don't get too big time on it. Like Dominic, who's Dominic? Yeah, Excuse that so. me. <laughs> but, uh, but I definitely appreciate you coming on the show again. And before we, you know, get out of here, I'm gonna give you the microphone. If you would just give us some words of encouragement to take us out for today, if you don't mind, Sandra. Oh, uh, success comes to those who are success focused. Mm. Um, that those are words of Napoleon Hill. I didn't even have to look it up. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> I actually was reading it the other day when I was trying to uh, find some inspiration for my content. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I startup nation. Let me say that startup nation. Um, things get a little tough with entrepreneurship, but like stay encouraged and then stay focused on your mission. Like again, back to your why. Like, why are we doing this? Um, and for me, like going through a tough time just now, and that's what reset my mind. It's like literally, okay, but you worked with 20 people last year and one person had something bad to say. That's a pretty like girl. Right. You know, get yourself together and 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 remember your why. And so that 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 would be my advice. I hear that. I hear that awesome stuff. And that's going to wrap up this session of the Startup Life. We want to once again thank Sandra Nash of uh, NBA uh, Novator Brand Architecture for coming on the show. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you for having me for the third, second time. Okay. <laughs> for sure. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life. 
the Startup Life. If you want to let us know what you think about the show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on a show, send us a message. Our contact information is there in the show notes, or feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Go ahead and follow us while you're at it. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast One, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, and be sure to hit us with that five-star rating. We would really appreciate that. Be sure to check out the show's website and its startup blog, where either I or some of the world's best business minds share content that will give you the edge you need in your journey whether that's the path of entrepreneurship or climbing the corporate ladder. Subscribe to our Patreon to listen to ad-free episodes, exclusive content, and digital products that we are beginning to offer. And if you want to be part of the conversation, join the Startup Life podcast on Clubhouse to have the ability to talk directly to some of our guests. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life.